0: Welcome to episode 89 of Paper Talk, a series of podcast interviews featuring artists and professionals who are working in the fields of hand papermaking and paper art. I'm Helen Hebert, and I run Helen Hebert Studio, a hand papermaking studio in Colorado's Rocky Mountains, where I create artist books and installations. I also host the annual Red Cliff Paper Retreat and papermaking masterclasses here in the studio, and I run a membership program called the Paper Year and teach online classes about paper, light, and books, too. Find out more at HelenHebertStudio.com. Today I'm talking with Molly Gross, a co-founder of Rock Paper Store, and an artist who works in a variety of mediums. Prior to founding Rock Paper Store, she worked as a wedding photographer, and her initial explorations with the rock paper were wedding products, like party favor boxes, invitations, or waterproof flowers. Now we'll be talking about what rock paper is, but once Smalley dove into the process of making this paper from rocks, which her mother invented, she began exploring the best way to mix colors and create interesting combinations. She had an aha moment when she realized that the unique colors would make her product an ideal art paper, and she's been focusing on selling sheets of rock paper ever since. Molly learns something new every day from the wonderful community she has built on social media, and she is always impressed with the beautiful and creative ways that artists are using rock paper. Enjoy our conversation. Molly Gross, welcome to Paper Talk. I'm really looking forward to hearing about rock paper.
1: Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I know this is um, something your mother developed or invented and you are now running the business of rock paper. So tell me just a little bit about childhood and your mother's occupation and how this all came to be.
1: Um, Well, my mom, um, rock paper hasn't always been around. So she, she was in, you know, worked for some larger companies where she developed learn things like paper towels and and tissues and and things like that so she's always kind of been in the the paper making industry um, not necessarily art paper or things that artists would use but but you know that side of of the and is she a scientist um, or what's her background yeah Yeah. she's a um she's an engineer a uh, process engineer so yeah she's she, she knows all all the sciency parts, definitely. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, so she, after she she retired, she of course never stopped working, and she started her own business, um, which was basically where the patent for rock paper came. Um, but it didn't start as rock paper. Uh, it it started for another project that they were working on, and. There was one day when I was in their facility um, and I was looking at it and I just thought, yeah, this stuff is so cool that we could use it for, you know, artists could use it for all kinds of different things. And, and of course, she's got that science brain, so she doesn't really, you know, she, she doesn't visualize things the same way an artist would. Right. And and so when I when I first brought it up to her, I was like, wait, well, what, what we're gonna do what with it? You know? And then I had to convince her a little bit. And once I did, it was like, oh, well that's I love it. Let's let's do it. And so that's really where it started. Okay. It
2: kind
1: of, huh. You know, not not a not a whole lot to it, but it was as simple as that really.
0: <laughs> right. So what so what was she trying to do with it? If you can talk about that. I know this is patented and it's, it's not
1: yeah,
2: information well, that can just be out there, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately I can't discuss what she was, what she was initially, you know, or what okay. she was working on because it's it's kind of a continued thing okay. with, with another project. But um, uh, yeah, it was, it was really kind of a totally different,
2: use application yeah
1: yeah yeah application right Mm
0: yeah and so what what was your what were you doing at that time when you were thinking about this as a paper-like material
1: up until then well actually up until the end of 2019 I was a wedding photographer um Mm I I have a background in art um Mm -hmm. I went to the art Academy of Cincinnati and got my BFA there uh, with an emphasis in photography. Um, and so I, I started a photography business and I don't know, let's see what was it 20 or 2008, something like
2: that.
1: So, mm-hmm. um, so that's what I was doing. And this, this, the rock paper just seemed like more fun to do. <laughs> uh-huh all right <laughs> so that I don't know that's, that's kind of where I was it was I was kind of in between I was ready to to stop doing weddings and and ready to move on to something else that kind of was a, a perfect timing thing not on purpose
0: <laughs> right so how did it start so did you so you thought oh artists could use this in a bunch of different ways um mm-hmm. so did you just the product was already there or did it have to be made in a little different way or just talk a little bit about how the genesis of of the business?
1: Okay, so uh let's see the best way to describe it would be um some of the, the things that they were working on um the Kind of the in between. It's kind of hard to explain, but like in between running um, different you know different applications for I guess you mm-hmm. know running it through the machine. Um, the way the when they would add color to the material, mm-hmm. um, that's where the, the striations and the different the you know stripes and cool wavy patterns come into the 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 paper. Okay. Um, and so when they originally were doing it, it was like, oh, uh, that was, that was kind of, that wasn't really something that they wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. So they, they were looking more for a solid color where, you know, so this is kind of like a transitional part Stage. of, you know, the color. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So when I saw that, I went, like, oh, this is so neat. And it's so unusual. And, and, and it, it's something that kind of happens organically as the paper is being made. So I you know, I, I thought, well, this let's see if we can try to do this on purpose. Because when they did it at first, it was not on purpose. I so see. so I I um that's where she, you know, she she told me how to, you know, add the color and how to um how to, you know, make you know, do different color blends and things like that. And so um, I was able to kind of play around and figure out how to do that. And it's, it's an ever evolving process. I mean, <laughs> but um, that's, that's kind of where it came from. It's just been, I don't know. It, it's, there's not a huge story to it.
0: Right. Right. And is this um, where, where this is being made? Is it a laboratory or a huge commercial production facility or
1: or yeah it's um it's yeah it's like a a production facility okay so tell me what is rock paper rock paper is, is it's made from calcium carbonate uh and we have a proprietary binder that holds all of the all of it together um which also makes it waterproof and it gives it you know its properties I guess is the only way to say it um but it's uh it feels in some respects it feels a lot like regular like I don't want to regular paper or the paper that you're you're normally used to Mm -hmm. but then it does have some qualities that are a lot different uh you know it's kind of stretchy um it's um yeah, it, it feels like there's a powder on it, but really there isn't a powder on it. It's just the, the, the texture. And so the, the texture is, it, it varies from sheet to sheet too. And that's also part of the process of, of when we make it.
0: Right. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm holding some right now. It's, um, okay. it's like, it's got a slick surface. But I mean, like paper, there are coated papers with slick surfaces. But this feels Mm -hmm. it's it's like throughout because of this binder. I think it's more throughout the paper. The whole paper is this slick material. Um, Cool. Mm -hmm. And I make paper by hand, and I use calcium carbonate actually as a buffering agent to make it more um, Mm -hmm. acid free. But it's just a small quantity that I'm putting into my natural fibers so interesting, right. right um, yeah, so let's talk about those unique qualities because um it's waterproof, right
1: yes, mhm, yes, and it, it's we okay i let's see, I guess towards the beginning um sometime, oh, I don't know, it's been a couple of years i i put i folded a origami crane.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: hung it in the tree and it's mm-hmm. still out there. Um, so it's been I guess going on three years now and this crane has been hanging out there and it was that's kind of the the test of of its durability and and how waterproof it is. And I mean we get a lot of different types of weather here. <laughs> so yeah. it's been through it all. Um in fact today it's raining really hard and it's been raining all day, so it's uh um it's definitely seen the test. Um and that, you know, that can be a, a a nice benefit for a lot of different applications, like uh, stencil work, um, you know, you can reuse it over and over and over again, which is always nice. Um, oh. I've, I've used it for, um, like printmaking applications where, you know, I make a stencil out of it and then I use printmakers ink and, and then you just rinse it off, rinse the ink off of your stencil and then use it again. So that's not necessarily uh, something that you can do with regular or, you know, with other types of paper, other than like, you know, something that's a more of a plastic type paper, but that that's kind of, that's one application. That's, yeah. Yeah. I just want really to mention,
0: beneficial. I just want to mention that um, I just ran across a sample in my studio of uh, Japanese paper that was used for stencil just like what you're describing, Mm -hmm. but it's, um, it is paper fibrous, you know, natural paper made from mulberry and, um, they would treat it with persimmon juice. They figured out that that was a waterproofing agent. So, um, their stencils could be used over and over again. And, but You can't, you couldn't wash them off. So I had the stencil that I have has the black around the edges, but of course that dries and then you could use it with another color. Um, but that's so fascinating Mm -hmm. that you can rinse off the color. So can you, can you print on rock paper? Can you like your photos? Have you done anything with photography on it? Like the surface, um, does it, is it not willing to keep something on it or can you make something stay on it?
1: Um well actually uh, it doesn't it doesn't work well through like a printer like a an inkjet printer or mm-hmm. you know that type of printer mm-hmm. um, There is a possibility I know that my mom has talked about you know different treatments that we can do to it in order to get that to work. We just have not done that yet right um, but um you can print on it you can you can write on it with um I mean, just about any kind of pen, pencil marker, you know, most of those work. Um, I've had a lot of success with like Sharpie markers. Um, mm-hmm. Like I say, you can paint on it. So, like, I haven't used any oil based paints, but you can use acrylics and um, the, like, it's the printmaking ink that works really well. But no, printing from like a printer, that's, that we haven't had any success with that yet.
0: Right, but you can do print making, so you could create an image yeah. on it, yeah, yeah right okay. right okay yeah. um, just another interesting fact is that it's mildew and insect resistant, so for right. longevity, you know curator i mean conservators uh think about that kind of thing and and it seems like there are are there just two basic weights or do you have more weights? Like I know there's a heavier weight and a really lightweight. Are those standardized or?
1: Not, not right now. No. Uh Um, The, the, the problem with the weight part of it is rock paper is, is heavier than, um, than say, you know, let, let me, let me put it this way. If if I take a sheet of rock paper that is similar to like photocopy paper, mm-hmm. the the rock paper is going to be heavier, um, right. just because of the content that it's made of. Right. So instead of instead of doing it by weight, we've we've done it by millimeter. Um, so it's it's more. You're going to get the it's going to be determined by the thickness of the actual sheet versus you know the standard way of measuring paper weights where you know you take a ream of 500 sheets and then you know depending on the type of paper the size is you know it varies and and things like that so right now we we've just determined it based on millimeters and I know that's not all that's that's so different than, than the standard currently but that's kind of the the best way we can describe it because if we say it's you know a, a 110 pound paper, well, that's not going to necessarily give you the same. It's not going to be as accurate as you know, like cardstock right. or something like that.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. So I don't even. Yeah, I think it is total totally confusing for artists to be talking about mm-hmm. paper weight. And yeah, there's a European <laughs> system, and there's a u.s system and oh, then yeah. do you use calipers are you actually making your paper to certain thicknesses or is it a little different um, that's all i'm wondering
1: well actually right now we we still we're still kind of working those details out um yeah. so we haven't really we don't have a a, a real accurate well I don't, I don't want to say accurate that's not the right word it's it's we're just, just still try to figure it out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. you know, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's very, still very new. And so there's a lot of, a lot of details that, uh, we don't know yet. Right. Right. <laughs>
0: and, so let's go back to talking about the business and how you, okay. Uh, because your papers are available on Etsy and through your own site and, um, so back in two thousand nineteen, when you were conceiving this uh you know thinking that other artists might like it, did you do any sort of test marketing or showing it to people or uh and then how did you yes. come up with your line
1: um well, so when we first started, like I said, I was you know still doing the wedding photography mm-hmm. and so I I I was doing a lot of wedding shows for my business then. Okay. so I thought you know maybe this could be a good application for for weddings you know like like the the little gift boxes and you know table settings I don't know I, I that's mm-hmm. kind of where my head was at the, at that time so so I we started introducing it through wedding shows and at first it was kind of like oh i don't know this isn't really working so then i thought well let's just, what if we just instead of making all these things what if we just sold it as sheets and then you know artists can use it to make their own projects so, so we decided okay let's let's do that and um we did a huge a huge test market um Through Instagram, really, where we we ran some ads and had people um, sign up, and we sent them, um, you know, these packs of all these samples, and and then we just asked in return that they would answer a few questions and tell us what they liked, what they didn't like, and you know, even send us pictures of things that they made, and and so um, we had, you know, we got a pretty, you know, decent response, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it was pretty positive. And so we thought, well, okay, then let's do it this way. So, um, so at first we, we were going to, we did, we made all these packs that were, you know, all the same. So every sheet was the same and those kind of sold, but not really. And so I, so we thought, well, what if we made these assortment packs where we have, you know, all the sheets are different and those seem to really sell, really well I don't know if it's just because it's still new and everyone you know people want to want to see like a variety and kind of test out the different types that we have or or what it is but that's what that's what sells we don't we don't really sell a whole lot of the single colored sheets so um, or packs I guess right. um, so now it's just a matter of how do we <laughs> how do we assemble all these packs and but but that's that's really that's where it started. Does that answer your question?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is so fascinating okay. while while we're talking, I was um making marks with a pencil on a sheet of the thinner rock paper, and I noticed that, okay, um, I can see my pencil mark on the side I was drawing on, but on the back side, it's like white, and um. Okay embossed. And then when I drew on yeah. the other side, I just see the pencil mark. So there's definitely two sides to the paper.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um <laughs> yeah, and just and yesterday I tried sewing it in my sewing machine. It worked wonderfully. Yeah. Um Yes,
1: I've done that. <laughs> yeah.
0: And um yeah, it's so fascinating. So I want to hear a little bit about what artists have done with it. Like um and I scored it. I tried it using in my score it board. I scored a mm-hmm. heavy sheet. It scored really well to fold, to be like a yeah. book cover. Um, yeah. So what are some I, I have, applications that artists have? okay there, it for?
1: It's amazing. You know, you, you when I sit here and I think of all the ways that you can use it and then it mm-hmm. seems like someone always comes up with another way. Um, but it seems to be, um, a lot, of, a lot of what I have seen, what people have shared with us are um, they make the, the paper flowers out of it. It's really good for that. Um, and I've made a lot of paper flowers with it. Um, uh, there's, um, they're embossing, you know, a lot of embossing type artwork for it, which is it, it does emboss and it holds the embossed really well. Um, now those
0: two examples are those both with the thinner
1: paper? Uh no, I mean it's both. even the thick? Okay. With the, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um there one of our customers uh he made like wearable art out of mm. it. He mm-hmm. made like earrings and masks and things like that with it. Um we have another one who who she makes um headbands like flowers and put them on headbands and so then they're at that point a waterproof headband you know for like a wedding or something like that um weaving that's another really big one and I know that you said you've done weaving with it um but we we actually (laughs) we made curtains for our front door Ah. um, that are all weaved out of it so so yeah it's um there's all kinds of applications you know a lot of cut paper because it it cuts so well and and it really holds you know it doesn't spray or you know I mean it just it 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 seems to hold together really well for like really intricate kind of cuts and designs which is another great application for it um
0: yeah that's actually I wanted to mention that because you mentioned the stencils and listeners this stuff cuts like butter it is really and I'm teaching a paper weaving class right now and a lot of uh, we do a lot of cutting on top of our weavings and participants are like oh that paper cuts terribly it catches and you know we're coming up with all (laughs) these issues with traditional papers what that this does not have yeah so
1: yeah And, and it and it works really well in like the uh you know the 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 cricket machines and, and oh. you know, those those work really well. Plus, um it, and it, this isn't always the case. But depending on how you hold your blade, it can actually sharpen your blade a little bit. So oh. I mean, it's not like you know, don't rely on it. But it, it is something you know. So it's not going to dull your blade, which is also you know a good thing. You know, while you're using it, because I know that that's been a fear. We've got that you know, we've gotten that question quite a bit is it can dull uh, my scissors or my you know knife right. or whatever? But no, oh. it it doesn't. It does the
0: opposite. So, well, that makes sense. And actually, a student of mine turned me on to sharpening Exacto knife blades a couple years ago, just using a whetstone. Mm-hmm. You know, like that woodworkers use to sharpen their wood tools. Yeah. Um. So you right. can sharpen Exacto blades. You don't have to throw them out when they get dull. Um, but this is, that's a really <laughs> right. cool feature of the rock paper because of the material. It's actually sharpening it a little mm. bit.
1: Neat. Right. Yeah. So, you know, when you might get a couple you know, cuts out of one with your other paper, you're going to get a few more and when you do it on rock paper. <laughs> <laughs> hey listeners, let's take a little
0: break here. And I want to let you know that my new book, the art of Papercraft, is now out in the world. The book offers a rich variety of projects that will delight crafters, artists, and designers alike, including paper votive lights, pop-up cards, folded paper gift boxes and envelopes, woven paper wall hangings, miniature one-sheet books, and much more. If you'd like an autographed copy, you can order that directly from me at HelenHebertStudio.com. And if the autograph doesn't matter to you, the book is available wherever fine books are sold. It's also available on Kindle. And by the way, my book, Papermaking with Garden Plants and Common Weeds, has also just been released on Kindle. And my other papermaking book, The Papermaker's Companion, has been available on Kindle for a couple of years. Now back to our conversation. What can you tell me about the coloring? So it seems like the color is, is it sometimes like throughout the paper or is it applied on one side? Because I see
1: now, a little bit of both. Yeah, so there there are actually layers
2: to okay. rock
1: paper, okay. and so um, depending on you know, sometimes we would add color to all the layers, sometimes just one of the layers. So oh, okay.
2: um,
1: so if it's like white on one side and color on the other, then that means that the the, the color was only in that first layer now the color is embedded in the material so it is a part of it it's not like an additional um step that we do after it's been made got it um it's all like one thing but um you know some of them yeah so some of our sheets do have color and they're like significantly different colors on one side versus the other Mm
2: -hmm. i don't know
1: if you got any of those or not um but that is because we added color to one part. So it's as simple as that, but um, yeah, it, it's the, when it's being made, they just, we don't really have a lot of control over how, what it turns out to, you know, like how the stripes are going to turn out or anything like that. It just kind of happens. Okay. So um, that's that kind of organic process of it. You know? Yeah. So, um, but but we you know but i can you know it, it it's like mixing paint now you mm-hmm. when you add the colors in of course you know red and blue are gonna make a purple so um it's really it's as simple as that and, and they it, i think for me what you get not know what you're gonna get it's the most exciting part of it mm-hmm. you know and and so that that adds it and it's just you get some of these really cool striations and, and designs and I, there's just some different possibilities that you can do with it, I think.
0: Yeah, it's really um, unique, all the different sheets for sure. So I think you mentioned that this is, it's made on a roll. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And then, and you yeah. cut into sheets. So what kind of sizes are you, how did you come up with the sizes that you're selling?
1: um well the right now we are only we only have the ability to make um eighteen inches wide okay um so so that's that we're right there we're we're limited at that part um we're we're looking to to get some- you know to to possibly make something wider in the future mm-hmm. um so that's that but i make i don't know we we didn't really have like a formula right it, it just kind of we just thought well we'll do eight 10, twelve those seem like pretty standard sizes and then you know i don't know squares just seem like the right thing to do we it, it it's not it hasn't really been a whole real technical you know thought process behind that um it was just kind of a what's already standard out there. Right. Um, well, the
0: square sounds like origami paper. So maybe there was that that right. first crane you folded. Maybe you were thinking about origami. Because mm-hmm. um, square right. is not that normal in the commercial paper world. Like square right. envelopes okay. cost more to send. And I mean, it's uh, just interesting right. to hear. But I yeah. I hear you too, because I make paper myself by hand. And I've never really sold it, um, like sold lines of it, but I kind of know what mm-hmm. people like because I've been doing it for a long time and I'll just make a batch of this and I know people will buy it or that. And yeah. so it's not always <laughs> right. planned out. I get it. That's kind of the artist's mind. You want to be creating new things and yeah. right. Um,
1: let's talk a little bit about uh, I, the, I
2: think-
1: oh, go ahead. Oh, no! I, I was just say that's I think that's pretty much the way it it was. It was well, what do we think someone's gonna like, and I like it, so I hope somebody else likes it, that kind of mentality,
0: yeah, um, I wanted to touch on the texture, if you have anything to say about that, and then the translucent quality of some of it, not all of it. Maybe that depends on the thickness
1: yeah, yeah that that definitely um has to do with the thickness. Um, yeah. in the part of the process of, you know, making it thicker versus, you know, having thinner the, the, the thicker, the thicker paper, um, you, it has a little bit of a translucent quality, but it's not obviously as much as the thinner stuff And it. It's, right. Um, so yeah, that's just part of the process. There, mm-hmm. there really isn't a much to say about that other than that. <laughs>
0: Right. But it's a really unique quality. Yeah. of The thinner paper that it yeah. it looks kind of like uh, vellum paper, the translucency, yes. but it has I, these
1: stripes in it sometimes. Yeah. Right. And I have heard that before. People have compared it to vellum. And I, I didn't think of that until someone pointed it out to me. And like, well, yeah, that's very true.
0: But your advantage is that it folds. Vellum does not fold well. It cracks. When you fold it. Yeah. So this binder you're using is magic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh
1: yeah. It it, it does hold a crease.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How are you? uh, I know this isn't maybe manufacturing, but uh, how are you cutting your sheets? Like, are you, do you have a whole big stack that you're able to cut all at once in a guillotine or just curious how you're getting it from the roll to the sheets?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, we do a lot of manual cutting, uh-huh. um, but also we do have a a cutter, um, and it's it, it just does one roll at a time. So it actually does like well one sheet. So it, it'll you know oh so not a step. Through and then cuts the sheet. No, we okay. don't we don't have that type of uh, equipment just yet.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, it's right now because it's, it, it's still we're still. We're still a, a small small process, so so yeah we haven't we haven't cut the huge um machine you know, or cutting machines yet, but but the one that we do have it it does it pretty fast, so that helps us get through it relatively quickly
0: <laughs> right and um do you have any employees, or is it pretty much just you doing everything?
1: um yeah, it's pretty much just me um. Mm-hmm. On occasion, my dad will help assemble things. But other than that, no, it's it's just me. I do all of the marketing, all of the website stuff, all the Instagram and social media and assembly and everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I wanted to ask about gluing because I know when you send out uh, packs, I've ordered several packs from you, you send them in rock paper envelopes. And um, mm-hmm. I think there are certain adhesives that probably work better than others. I noticed I did a weaving and I used PVA glue, which held fine, but I could see mm-hmm. through because it was a translucent paper. So that's a common Okay. It, translucent papers are difficult to deal with because you can see through them. You see, you can, you can see glue, you can see right. tape. Um, but right. what are your favorite adhesives?
1: Um, I have found that, um, hot glue works really well. Uh-huh. Um, I use a lot of double-sided tape. Um, mm-hmm. and that works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had a little bit of success with like a, a like a paper cement, like a rubber cement type glue. Uh-huh. Um, it, it holds it, but it's not a hundred percent permanent. So you can, If you pull on it hard enough, it'll, I guess that's with anything, but
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it does kind of come apart a little bit, but it does seem to hold it pretty well. That's, you know, any, any kind of adhesive that needs to be absorbed into the paper isn't going to work. So like your Elmer's glue or things like that, that's definitely not going to hold it together. Um, It just doesn't seem to ever dry. And when it does, it just flakes off. Um, Uh Uh-huh. So um, you can Uh actually heat it up. If you, you know, like if you have like a, we use a heat sealer oh. and, and that will bind it together as well. And, and I have done that. Um, I like to make books. And, mm-hmm. and so I have used rock paper for the cover and I use the heat sealer to um, just, I b- bind the, the rock paper to the book board and it it stays on there pretty amazing so that's another you know another way that you can get it to to stick together
0: so is that like a like a dry mount press or what is a heat sealer I'm thinking of either a dry mount press for printmaking or like those bags for storing food that you
1: <laughs> there's like a sealing. yes well exactly and that's that's what it is it's like those those um things that you would seal you know like like a cereal bag you know I don't Right. do right.
2: um
1: yeah it's it's exactly that's exactly what the heat sealer that we have is um i i have we have not tried a dry mount press that that's one of the pieces of equipment that we're we want to do um because mm-hmm. i have thought about that in the past because i think that that might work but i'm not totally sure so because i haven't tried it but um if uh-huh. anyone has a dry mount press Please
0: try it. <laughs> yeah, and report back. Cool. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> yeah, so the heat doesn't change the character of the paper. No. Yeah. No, and are you saying that the paper sticks to itself, or is there an adhesive in between when you're doing that?
1: No, when you um, can... when you use the heat, it it sticks to itself. Ah. Okay. All right. So there's no. It's not like yeah, with you with a dry mount press, and you, you know, you um, you have to stick that sheet of adhesive between the, the right. photograph and the the board. It's not like that. It,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it just adheres. I, mean, I wish I knew how to explain it. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know the all the scientific parts of it, but it right, just works right. and,
0: yeah. No, that's really cool. I mean, when I make paper by hand, it's a wet process. So I can stick two wet Mm -hmm. sheets together. It's kind of like what you're saying, these layers. So I can make one sheet that's white and then another sheet that's blue and laminate them together. And then they get pressed and dried and they are one sheet. Um, Or I could just stick the edges together and have some kind of barrier in between and make like a pocket. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. And that's really neat though that you don't need the glue in between. Wow. Right. So, um, yeah, so what are your sort of what are your next steps with the business? I um, I mean, are you getting are you making a living at this or how much business yeah, are you getting? Cuz um, I do think I tell people about it <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to
1: order some." <laughs> so, Yeah, um it's it, okay. So, we get, we actually, you know, we, we get a pretty steady, um, a, you know, pretty steady amount of orders. It's mm-hmm. not enough to make a living off of just, yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't, you know, I can't pay a whole lot of bills with it. If that, you know, yeah. <laughs> let's put it simply. Um, but I think that that's because we, we really didn't start selling it um, until like last year, really. Right. And, um, so we, we it's only been we're we're basically in our second starting our second year of selling it. Um, I just, I didn't open the Etsy shop until June of last year. So, okay. so that's still really new as well. But um, you know, I, I, it's better than it was at this time last year. Uh-huh. So it's growing, which to me, I think that's awesome. And I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm, so my goal, you know, like everybody, I don't know, my goal is to just really get it as big as I possibly can. I, I just, I love it so much and I want to share it with everybody. And so, um, you know, that's, that's really kind of where we're at. I, I'm just trying to do what I can to get it in as many hands as possible.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and your enthusiasm really shows in your Instagram posts and, um, Thank you know, your excitement about, uh, just different little lines that you mentioned, head on over to the shop and check this out. Um, I love that. <laughs> well, oh, thank um, you. Thank and, you. The, and so, so you started with just your own web shop and then you added Etsy, is that right? And did you think that yeah would just broaden your, uh, your base? And hit more people?
1: Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've I've primarily just done um, Etsy, or not Etsy, I'm sorry, Instagram. Um, That's where I've done most of our advertising. Okay. It it seems to be that's where a lot of artists are, are on Instagram. Um, Now, I didn't do a whole lot of research into it, but it just seemed like the the best place to go. So, um, you know, we were getting pretty many sales through our website but i just thought you know etsy seems like another really perfect place because that is definitely where a lot of artists are located and right. you know they that's where you go to find the the weird stuff i guess <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the unusual the, the unique and so um i thought that's a perfect place to go so um once i it didn't take long for the etsy shop to to start making sales so
2: uh-huh.
1: once you start seeing that it's kind of hard to walk away from it so right um so yeah it's uh I just you know I run ads through Instagram to you know send people to, to both the website and the Etsy shop and to me it doesn't matter where anyone orders it because right. as long as they're 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 getting it that's all that matters to me
0: right right and it sounds like new people are finding you all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 And I, and I love it. I love it when people share their work with me. I just am so excited to see how, how everyone is using it. That's just, it's so amazing to me to see what yeah. people come up with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, if you make something with rock paper, share it. And um, yes, please. Cause I'll share it all over the place. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does. And what, um, what's like a good starter pack for someone who just wants to try out your paper?
1: That's a good question. Um, We, so we have this, this, what we call pieces and fragments. Mm -hmm. And if you just want to see, you know, a huge variety of what we have, um, that's kind of the best place to start. And, And we have, you can buy it in either a half pound or a full pound. And it's just a bunch of colors and I mean it's just really a combination of all kinds of different things it's um it's it's i don't want to call it scrap because it's not necessarily scrap, but it is pieces that that are left over from you know maybe the end of the roll or, right. you know if we were you know going for a particular size and so um so those are those are included in the pieces and segments and you, know, you can get a pretty good variety you really get to see what what we have (laughs) the type of stuff that we have Um, or you know a lot of our assortment packs are combinations of the thick and the thin and so you're going to get a pretty good variety even with those so it just kind of depends on what colors you're interested in or I know that's very broad answer to your question but I I love it all. I can't really say this is better
0: than another. <laughs> yeah. And these are reasonably priced. So for like $25, you get quite a bit of this paper. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, your packs are um, filled with the variety that you're talking about and reasonably priced. So that's, uh, it's easy to Good, start out you. and try it. Um, yeah. er. Any other projects on the horizon or are you just um just building and building
1: yeah it's it's just building i just um, don't really have anything mm-hmm. in particular, just you know just trying to build the business up is is really my main focus currently uh just getting it out there, just talking about it, and um. That's, yeah, that's, that's where, that's all I can really,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's all
1: I think about, so.
0: Right, yeah. right. What about any business uh, challenges? Have you had any sort of actual on the ground running a business? What's your biggest oh, yeah. challenge? No, def- <laughs>
1: De- definitely running a business is a huge challenge. And yeah. um, I also have two teenage kids so Uh, that's also a challenge so I have to you know I I manage I manage that and that that was one of the things last year they were they were both in um remote learning and so Mm. trying to run the business and you know be a teacher on top of it was that was very difficult so
2: um
1: that was probably one of the biggest challenges so far um I think it's so easy to share and um I think actually a big challenge would be assembling everything mm-hmm. because I'm the only one primarily doing it. On occasion, Like I, my parents are able to help. It's not all the time. So that's, that's the biggest time consuming part is, is assembling things and putting packs together and um, coming up with new videos, coming up with right. Instagram posts. That's, that's very challenging sometimes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can understand that for sure. Okay. So, um,
1: where can we find you online? Um, you can find us at our, our website at rockpaper.store, um, or on our Instagram, uh, Instagram Etsy, um, which is com uh, slash shop slash rockpaper store. Um, and Instagram is our, we're at rock and also um, Facebook and we're at rock paper, no rocking Store. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Molly. I look forward to yeah. um, seeing what keeps happening with rock paper and experimenting with it more myself. And I'm sure I look forward to following on Instagram as well and seeing what other artists continue to do with it.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I, am so excited that you asked me to be a part of this. I, I really, I'm thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. Hey, paper friends. Did you know that I write a weekly blog called the Sunday paper featuring stories of people doing exciting, innovative and beautiful things with paper? Sign up at helenhebertstudio.com slash blog. I'm also creating a lot of content over here, and the best way to stay up to date is to join my newsletter list to learn about free tutorials, online classes, workshops, and the annual Redcliffe paper retreat, which takes place right here at Helen Hebert Studio. You can find out more at helenhebertstudio.com. This wraps up our episode, and if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate it if you could leave a review over on iTunes. This helps others find out about the podcast. Special thanks to Gary A. Hansen for the sound editing and Peter Thomas for the music. Visit HelenHebertStudio.com and click on podcast where you can find out more about these guys, subscribe to this series via iTunes and listen to other episodes and access all of the archived shows. Talk to you soon.
2: Oh, 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 oh,